Hey everybody, you're listening to the Red Jumpsuit Podcast with Joyce and Shauna. Broadcasting from Braintree, Massachusetts. We're talking about music, life, whatnot. So please stay tuned. Welcome to the Red Jumpsuit podcast and today Shauna we are talking to the most awesome badass lady Debbie Smith yay and I'm gonna have a a little sip of whiskey good to meet you good to see you good to meet you too I think I I think I had one too many of these with you when we toured together just the one just one too many (laughs) (laughs) right oh my word yeah that was uh that was a maelstrom of decadence. Yes. 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 I know. She was, I was just filling me in. Yes. I was, huh? I was just, she was just filling me in on the tour. You guys. Oh, right. Oh God. Yes. When, when was that? 90. 94, 95. Who was our drummer? That, yeah, well, that's it. I <laughs> think, I think it was Mike. Was it Mike? I think so. Oh, it could okay. have been Joe. It could have been Joe, though. No, I don't think Joe. No, no, I don't think it was Joe. I think it might have been Mike. Was that? Before? I don't think it was Judd. I'm trying to. No, no, no. Judd left way before I knew you. Uh, did we? Did you? Did we go on the tour with you before Chick had his brain hemorrhage, or was it after? Oh yeah, yeah. It was before. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I was just telling Shauna. One of my favorite moments on that tour was when you wore my gold dress <laughs> and you came on stage and played sideways with us, right? That's right, yeah. I have a picture somewhere of that. I have to dig it out. I have to dig it out. But, yeah, someone sent me a picture and it's special. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were the last person ever to get me in a dress. I'm kind of proud of that. I'm proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. That was fun. That was. That was. So Shauna, just to to let you know about Shauna in my life, because she's my other special, one of my other special ladies. But um, Shauna and I, she was in the Swirlies. Do you remember the Swirlies? Oh, yeah. 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 I know the Swirlies. She's also a badass guitar player. Hell yeah. Yeah. And we've been playing as a we've been playing as a duo. Duo. Oh, um, what are you called again? We don't have a name yet. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how serious we are. It might be the knees. Yeah, it might be the The, knees. I don't know. It might be the knees. You need to. You need to. Yeah. That's true. That's true. (laughs) But anyways, we're so happy to have you on our show, lady. I feel like oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant to be here. I've I've, I've been um, uh, read, re- reading up. I've been listening in to a couple of your podcasts over the last couple of days. They've been really fun. Oh, really okay. fun. Good. Really good. I like them. We're not sure. <laughs> Sometimes we're not sure, Debbie, if we're just having fun doing this, so it doesn't matter. Well, that's what if that's, that's what really matters is that you're having fun. That's that what is I... the most important thing. But Aww. you know, I was getting the fun too. All right, so we, I have a question for you, and then Shauna might have. Shauna, you have a question first? I just, like, how is it in London, everything? It's it's yeah. absolutely beautiful weather, absolutely gorgeous. It's really warm, awesome. uh, sun is shining, really hot, 
um, I went for a a little uh, socially distant walk, uh, well, not a walk, a run, actually, for the first time in ages. And that was really nice, except I'm a bit tired now. I haven't run for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I got an extremely mild case of the coronavirus at the, yeah, about the middle of March. You so, did? Yeah, re- no, really, 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 really mild, like a really bad cold and a slight chest. So yeah. um, I've been quite careful recently. So uh, this is the first time I've done any major exercise and it nearly killed me, wow. but I'm glad I did it. Wow. Were you tested? No, no, there's, there's very little testing over here. Very, very yeah. little. Yeah. Same thing in America. Yay, government. <laughs> At least you get, you get those tigers tested, though. That's the priority. What? Who, what? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. What tigers? They tested it, some tiger. Where? Is it? Is that really? Yeah. Oh, poor tiger. Was <laughs> it? Was it positive? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, poor tiger. Poor tiger. Do they have a? Do they have? You know, something to give that tiger when he's feeling bad and he can't breathe well. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to rub his chest. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. No. So I have a question for you, lady, because I definitely know that we didn't talk about this when we were on the road. So it's getting serious here. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I just want to know about young Debbie, like Debbie starting out, like why Debbie decided to play the guitar. Oh, well, um, when I was, when I was young, my, my dad, uh, was a bit of a thwarted jazz musician. He'd always wanted to be a saxophonist I think he loved his jazz um but his mum wouldn't let him because he was asthmatic which was a bit silly because that would have actually strengthened his lungs but that was back in the 1940s or something so you know forgive grandma but um anyway he he always had a big love of music and he passed it down to me and from when I was about five or six he would always buy me a guitar for either my birthday or for Christmas and I just did not take them seriously at all. I would just smash them. Um, I, I would. I literally used to tie it to the tree in the garden and use my bow and arrow and shoot it. <laughs> and I remember, I remember pouring flake, fake blood on it. Um, just these little cheap acoustic guitars. So I used to do that for years. And then um, when I was about fourteen, I actually started getting interested in playing music. And I went out on my 14th birthday down to the nearest shopping mall and bought a, a really crappy Spanish guitar and a chord book and then banished myself to my bedroom for like six, seven months and learnt to play um, the first Susie and the Banshees record, uh, a, a Cure album, a couple of uh, cramps. Oh, yeah. What was it? Live at the Peppermint Lounge, Smell of P- Female. Those three things, I taught myself how to play those those uh, albums really badly with in, invented chords, but I was on my way. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Do you still have that guitar? Hell no, yeah. no, I have no idea what happened. Did you to that. smash that one? <laughs> it had it had it had action like that. It looked like a ski jump. It was terrible. <laughs> It was terrible. I, I did eventually get my first electric guitar, which I do still have. It's in a cupboard downstairs, I think. 
I think I still have that. What is it? Um, it was like uh, a, it's a box, but it was um, it was one of the boxes that you I it, you, it was sold in Woolworths. Yes, and okay. it looks like a bit like a strap. I think it was called a standard twenty or standard twenty five or something. So yeah, I played that for years and years and years. That's and cool. now I have about 14 guitars, something like that. The Woolworth guitar. And then there's a Sears guitar, the uh, Silvertone, right? Oh, yeah. They're so cool now as well, Sears. aren't they? Yeah. They're really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the box is not cool yet, but I'm keeping hold of it just in case it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear the best way to learn is like on a crappy acoustic guitar, though. Yeah, not I too think. crappy, though, because, crappy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can set fire to these fingertips now because of that guitar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's see those hands. <laughs> Come on, let me see those calluses. Put it up there. Yeah. No, they're, not, they're not that bad. They're not that bad. I've been, I've been practicing a, a lot recently due to the lockdown. Yeah. I've, learned, I've learned things that are apparently called spread triads. Okay. What is a spread it's, triad? Please explain. Exactly, it's like it's, like, it's some jazz ambient chordy stuff. It's it's good to know because I you know I've I've been playing since I was fourteen. I'm fifty now, so that's a long time not to know the notes and the chords. But you know, good for you, man. <laughs> now you're going to be coming a more credible guitarist. Meanwhile, the rest of us oh, are no. like sitting here making masks and doing other things, right? No, <laughs> I'm making art. No, I'm, <laughs> I don't think it's making me any better. It's just making me go, oh, so that's what that does. A lot, of, a lot of them are chords that I've already used, but um, I just never knew what they were. Yeah. Didn't know what they so were. Like, oh, yeah. My God. So that's an A minor diminished. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and where yeah. where in England did you grow up? Did you grow up in London? Oh, here in London. Yeah. Nice. I'm a London girl, you know. A city yeah. girl. You are not, a not, city girl. Absolutely. The, the, no, the, the country holds absolutely no mystery for me. And ah. uh, no, I've, I'm definitely a city, city mouse, town mouse. I like the country, but I get bored very quickly. I hear that. And I guess I, I guess this uh, lockdown is a little bit like being on, on holiday in the country. <laughs> There's not much open. You can't do anything. Um, you know, just sit at home and drink, really. And provide your own <laughs> entertainment. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love Play it. Guitar. I love it. All right. And I had another question. Tell me about um what was the first band you were in? Huh. Let me think. When I was in college, I my best friend Josh and I formed a duo. He played keyboards and I played the guitar. And uh, we literally played one gig, and it was a bar mitzvah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> was and he Jewish? Old... Yeah. <laughs> and we, we we played old punk songs, and I I I sang. Wow. Um, <laughs> and I distinctly remember playing a song from Susan Banshee's first album called Carcass at this bar mitzvah. Carc- yeah, that's, do you know it? That's beautiful. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Because, well, actually, <laughs> the the, the in um, a twisted way. <laughs> the, yeah, 
the chorus is be a carcass, be a dead pork, be limblessly in love. <laughs> At a bar. They have loved it. Transgressive. Gotta love Susie. Oh my god, that I wish that was my bot mitzvah. I wish you had played at my bat mitzvah. <laughs> That's awesome. After that, I, I I can't really remember the the um sequence, but there was two bands in short succession. One was called Sticky Fingers for because no one can think of any proper name. I'm still no good at thinking of names. Um, and that was kind of covers and the lead singer Julian's um own songs he was very very influenced by the who and then all of a sudden he got massively influenced by um velvet underground and just wanted to be lou reed so it was a bit confusing (laughs) but it was fine and then i was in this goth band called i think they were called the curse nice that's a good Uh, name that's a good name (laughs) (laughs) ah they they were they were big cure heads and and Curse is only cure with an S. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so that, that was uh, that was that was that was good. Then I joined another goth band called Oh my god, what are they called? Forgive me, my fellow goth brethren. I can't remember what you were called. But um yeah, they they were good. They were from Salisbury, which is sort of in the that's the countryside. Believe it or not, Debbie, sorry to interrupt. I know where Salisbury is. You do? I've been there and had tea and crumpets. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah, it's near the, you, did you see the cathedral? We went to Stonehenge. Wasn't Stonehenge Stone- right near there? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to bring it up. It's a rock We're and roll conversation. We're not Stonehenge. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Yeah, so I was, in a, I was in a number of, like, college groups and uh, and then, uh, gothic groups and then I th- oh yeah in the, the last gothic group there was a girl singer so that was the first time I was in a band with a girl and she was nice the band was all right I played the bass in that band it's the only time I've ever played bass in a band and people still to this day call me a goddamn bass player nothing wrong ah! with bass players nothing wrong with bass players at all but I'm not one you you sir you're a bass player she is she's a good drummer too yeah i'm all right you she's know? got all the rhythm, got the rhythm. you know i know how to dance <laughs> debbie knows that i know how to dance. oh god yeah right oh, god, yeah. we had my god I, we had good we, dance parties on the road didn't we we certainly did oh my word that takes me back <laughs> <laughs> Well, what what are you doing currently? Do you have are you are you in a you have a band currently? Um, technically, currently, yes, I'm in two bands, and with the possibility of a third. Um, but actually, in real life, no, because lockdown. Also, um, uh, two of the bands we have multiple people who live outside of London and outside of the country. Ah. So rehearsal gets, you know, a little bit impossible. Mm. So, um, yeah, one band is called Ye Nuns, and that's all, all women. And we're basically... Uh, What's the name again? Sorry. Uh, Ye Nuns, Y-E-N-U-N-S. It's actually, we, were, we started out being called The Nuns um, because we are all girls 
and we we played the music of a band from the 60s called The Monks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so we've been doing that for a, a good while since uh, 2006, I think. Yeah, a long time. Um, but at the moment, our singer lives in Dublin and uh, our rhythm section doesn't live in London. So it's it's quite difficult to get things done at the moment. But we're not we're not uh, defunct. We've we we put out an album and a single. Um, so, you know, it's not been too bad. But, yeah, we were we were really called the nuns back in the MySpace times. But we got <laughs> with legal action by the California punk band, The Nuns. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Huh. So we changed it to Ye Nuns, which is actually <laughs> the Y is actually an, an old English letter called the Thorn, which is spelt is is um it's it looks like a Y but it's pronounced T H, so it's really still the Nuns, but it looks like Ye Nuns. Right, that's they brilliant. <laughs> that's choppy. really brilliant. The old choppy. Oh, <laughs> that's right yeah the old shopping <laughs> and where can we get that record if we want to buy it uh band camp band camp and is there yeah. like a website i mean like a uh what specific is it just under ye nuns at band camp yeah and i th- i think we've got like a wordpress website i haven't no- oh yeah i think it's it's nuntime.com that's a great nice. <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome <laughs> so yeah because the album was repressed because the first pressing actually sold out <gasps> yeah so um nice. yeah but if you guys want i can send you an mp3 zip file or something like yeah, that yeah or know? we'll just put a link up we'd put links up to all the music so people can buy oh, it because cool. we want that yeah. part uh-huh. of doing this debbie is that we want to sort of be the central location to promote what cool women are doing uh, nice one, nice one. And the website, hopefully people will check out the website. Which is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Red people Jimsy are so Podcast. lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm in another band called um, the Blood Tub Orchestra. And uh, we we do um, musical songs, which is like really ancient English pre-pop music, pre-rock and roll, but we do it with rock um you know instruments and stuff we have two wow. stand-up drummers our singer uh, pianist is in trans global underground so there's like eastern influence in there as well and i play noisy guitar and our bass player sounds like uh, a jet plane taking off wow. and this is all sort of you know um can you give us an example of like what one of those well, songs you know like mary poppins yeah okay it's like that but punk <laughs> that's awesome uh the man on the flying trapeze he flies through the air with the greatest of ease the daring young man on the flying trapeze we do that but punk okay uh, <laughs> again band camp beautiful i'm gonna check that out that is i do too that sounds amazing i'm like can you post if you ever do a performance will you post it because that's is it on youtube or anything like any shows oh god yes i believe there's there's there there are bits of shows on youtube yeah there's bits of the ones on youtube there's bits of blood tub there's bits of all the bands really so cool okay so sorry the sound is like not great for me oh 
Oh. Or is it headphones, but blood tub orchestra. Blood tub, as in bathtub. Tub, okay. Thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I totally love it. Okay, and then we're gonna we're gonna go back in time. This is our like time sequence. We're traveling back to Debbie and Curve. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, okay, so Curve, yeah, that was um, 1991 to about 93. Yeah, because I think, yeah, I, obviously I was in Curve before Echo Belly, but there wasn't that much of a gap. But yeah, um, so I joined Curve through an advert in the Melody Maker newspaper. Wow. That um, was looking for guitarists, and I answered it. The funny thing was, Curve had been on the on TV on this um, alternative music show called Snub TV, like the week before. So I didn't. They didn't say who they were, but when I went to the audition, it was like, "Oh, it's you guys." Um, and that was at uh, a church, a, a, a renovated church in Crouch End, which I later learnt was owned by Dave Stewart out of the Eurythmics. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, because he oh. actually, um, it was his record label that Curve were signed to, so they got a lot of perks that way. And so I did the uh, interview, I was going to say, the audition, um, and then by the time I got home, they phoned up and said I was in the band, so that was cool. That's so cool. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know that um I just wanted to say Swirlies played with Curve in Boston once. No, see, I knew I knew them. Yeah. Where was, where, was <laughs> where, where was that in Boston? I, it must have been, you know, either 92, 93. But do you know in, the venue? I early, I don't know. 91 and 93. So one of those oh. years. Do you know where oh, yeah. what club it was at, Shauna? Oh, it was at uh Axis. Axis, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Axis. Yeah. Oh wow. Hey. Smoke machine. Yeah. See? Oh yeah, God. Yeah. We 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 were brutal with the smoke machine. Brutal. <laughs> I never got to see that. I'm is there do you think there's anything on YouTube we can track down probably to find with you playing with them? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if there's any stuff that shows the brutality of the smoke machine. <laughs> I think I watched one last night. Yeah, there's 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 tons of curve stuff online. I think um, if you want to have a look. Cool. But um, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, that was fun. That was the first time I got to tour the states. So yeah. So there you go. First time I toured the states, I met you, Sean. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) This is like the six degrees of separation. What that Kevin Kevin Spacey? Not Kevin Spacey. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. And then, <laughs> and then you went, <laughs> you went just from uh, that straight to Echabelli right after that, pretty much. From Curve to Echabelli. Yeah, I think it was I think there was only a couple of months. Yeah, I think I joined Echabelli in late '93. So, yeah. Did they ask you? Did I mean? How did that come about? Did you know them? Well, yeah, we we hung out a little bit together because we had the same uh, PR company um, involved with us, which was uh, Savage and Best, who were like the hot PR company in Camden at the time. 
they were very much responsible for a lot of Britpop afterwards. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hung out, I'd hung out with Glenn and Sonia a couple of times. And uh, I think what happened was Glenn slipped out and fractured his elbow. And he want, they needed to do a tour, uh, a short UK tour, and they wanted someone to come in and play. But by the time the tour actually happened, he'd kind of healed up so that I was a second guitarist. And so that was fine. And then at the end of that tour, they just said, oh, we're going to uh, X studio to record the album. Do you want to come along? I was like, all right. And that was it. I was never actually told I was in the band. Ever? No. No? No. Really? No. Wow, that's crazy! I was just there. I was just there. It was cool, though. It was cool. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. You were, you were like the, you were the gunslinger. Ah, uh, well, the gunslinger. You're like the, the secret <laughs> weapon, that, right? That, that is very like Karen. I know. Karen. I know Karen. Yeah. Sometime we'll we'll have to introduce you to Karen, but you probably met her online through like via friends. Maybe she might be following you. But she played guitar with us. Sometimes she plays like, and she is the same way. She's just All right. a secret weapon, you know, comes in <laughs> as cool, the cool guitar player like you. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about cool. See? I, I was like you. I like jumping about. I know. Brixton Academy with Hole, Ooh. right? That's <laughs> just remembering oh, this. Yeah. I'm just gonna tell Shauna this. Um, <laughs> you brought like six badass skinhead girls right up front. Everybody's standing <laughs> up front, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah, that's my mates. Your mates. They weren't all they weren't all skinheads, but they they were all dykes. They were all like really <laughs> badass. And then you sent them into my dressing room, like they're like, she go go hang out with her and flirt with her. And I was like, <laughs> I was like all five of them at the same time. And I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I yeah. Like, I was just messing with you. You were time. totally messing with me. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, Debbie, help me. <laughs> <laughs> but at that show my point at that show wasn't brad pitt there didn't you talk to brad pitt or have a cigarette with him or something could have done somebody like that you were like just hanging out oh, you're like oh no. i just had a cigarette with so-and-so michael stipe it was michael stipe michael stipe oh, yeah cool. he was just hanging. Yeah. so why was he there because he and courtney were friends oh 
Yeah, he was a lovely guy. Lovely guy. Oh, yeah, he's really, really nice. Never met him. I've never met him. Either. Never met him. But there were a lot of there were a lot of people at that show, right? Yeah, a Brixton lot of Academy, right? Too, just like five thousand people capacity. I think that was my favorite show that we played on that tour with them. Well, no, I would say that and Paris, but like in Brixton, I was like, they liked us in Brixton. That mm. was a good show for us. Oh yeah, Brixton is a is is a fantastic venue to play. Really is. It's great for the crowd as well because the 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 um the auditorium is is steep steps. Yes. So those at the back can see over the ones at the front. So that, that's nice. Because there's nothing that pisses you off more being a small person to have a fucking tall person standing up front, and you can't goddamn yeah. see a goddamn thing. You know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn men. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, you, you can get some tall ladies, but That's they don't true. tend to be quite as, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my but God. But, yeah, that, that, was, that was a damn fine gig. That was damn a fine, fine gig. gig. Did you ever have Sounds any run-ins with, uh, with Courtney? Did you hang with her a little? I did not. I did not hang with her. Yeah. We didn't either. We toured with them for a month. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I had. No, why am I not surprised? Her, but she was not. I, she was not the sort of person I would want to hang out with at that time. That's all I'm going to say. That's that's you know that's righteous. Fair enough. And um, I was going to ask you too. Did you ever meet or did you ever tour with or play with uh, Kim Deal? Like any shows with Kim Deal? I've never played. I've never played a gig with Kim Deal, but I have hung out with Kim Deal. A lot, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tell us about that, because we're, you know what? We're, this is a little bit of our, like, we're like, at some point, maybe we'll be able to get Kim on here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe you will. I mean, damn, all you have to do is ask. Is she funny? I mean, is she cool? Uh, I haven't actually hung out with her for years and years yeah, since yeah. she got sober, in fact. Oh, yeah. Um, But I have hung out with Kelly since, and Kelly's cool. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, they're on, on the socials so you should just contact them kelly's on socials jim mcpherson yeah. he's on socials just go through them yeah. <laughs> but yeah they, but all, all of the breeders they're all sweethearts all of them really lovely people i wanted to ask you did you meet them when tanya was in the band yeah is that how you know tanya yeah i met kim deal and tanya donnelly in a uh toilet in brighton <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Can you yeah. tell us any more, or is that all you want to share? Um, I believe I was seeing. I had gone down to Brighton to see Lush, who were on Four uh, AD, as were uh, the Breeders and Throw Muses, etc. So yeah. um, it was just loads of people who you know re- related to the label and stuff, and I literally just bumped into them in the toilet and I said I think I was just a bit cheeky probably not you no it's very very unlike me I may have had an ale or two (laughs) (laughs) but I think what happened was Kim Deal came out of the cubicle and I was going in and I was like oh my god I'm never gonna wash my ass again (laughs) because Kim Deal sat on this (laughs) toilet And uh, oh God, we got I love that. 
That's so funny. Oh my God, that's beautiful story. I love stories like that. I want to know what's your favorite place that you've ever played? Country, place? Mm. Um, I played at the Benny Cassim Festival in the late 90s uh, in Spain. And that was on my birthday. So that was fun. Um, It was an outdoor festival. I really don't remember very much about it, but I know I enjoyed it. Actually, I believe Blur were playing. Yeah, Blur were definitely playing. And I was at the side of the stage and Damon said to the crowd, it's Debbie's birthday. I want you to sing happy birthday. And you got the crowd to sing happy birthday. That's so cool. That was nice. Wow. So you, you know you know those guys locally from around being around London? Oh, wow. Yeah, actually, I knew Blur from when I was in um, one of my, my first serious band, which is all women, uh, Mouth Almighty. We were um, the drinking lesbians band. Oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> we, we, that, that, where do you think I got my taste for whiskey? It was oh. three Scottish uh, lesbians um, that drank whiskey and supported Celtic football team, so I had to too. Wow. And I have done all my life. Yeah. But um, one of one of our later gigs, we were playing at a really tiny uh, venue in London called the Lady Owen Arms, which doesn't exist anymore. Well, the building's there, but it's like a restaurant or something. Um, but it was just a really divey pub. And we were playing with... Uh, we were like there's like five bands on the bill and we were the first band on but there was another band called the Keatons which had a friend of mine Rodri in it uh and there was Blur headlining but I believe they were still called Seymour at the time Seymour Seymour (laughs) oh yeah that yeah they had a really uncool name when they started Seymour (laughs) I expect they probably took it from the Swell Map song, you know, read about Seymour. I don't know. But that's when I first met the Blurred Chaps, and they were nice. Seymour. So I, yeah. I've known them before. We were both anything. So that's quite nice. Funny. Oh, my God. I, but going back to the gigs that I liked, I, I really enjoyed playing in Japan. Did you ever get to play in Japan? No, and I want to go, Debbie. Take me as uh-huh. your merch person, please, next time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to do that again. I mean, that was it. The the 90s was the was the last time all of that stuff was possible that, you know, a record label would fly you out to. I mean, you were supposed to do right. the big day out and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and check out, check out a brain yeah. hemorrhage. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I know. That yeah. couldn't be helped. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just, but, but you were going to be flown out by, you know, A&M or whoever it was. And, you know, we were flown out by whoever the fuck. EMI, I think, owned us. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that that won't happen anymore unless you're, insert big name band here. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I went, I was lucky enough to have gone three times, I think, once with Curve and twice with Echo Belly. Wow. Yeah. I bet they loved Great. Echo Belly, right? They did. But I think, I think uh, at that time in Japan, they just loved, any pop band coming because it's a damn 
damn long way to go to Japan. That's true. So any any band that goes over there, they're like, yes, thank you. I love you guys. He's <laughs> like, I can retire now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was really good because it was um, such a cultural shift. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'd seen Blade Runner, but it's, it's coming in from Nagoya, uh, sorry, or whatever, Narita Airport into Tokyo. It's like Blade Runner. Or at least it was then. It was just like, bloody hell, what is this? Right. You have the, you know, you have the ultra modern with the ultra traditional literally around the corner. And it was just, yeah, I really loved that. I'd I'd love to go back, but I have to I have to save up for like six years. I know. To go for like two weeks. So now that nobody has any jobs anymore, Uh let's all go travel. I have got a job. I'm working from home, or I will be tomorrow anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so another thing that I wanted to ask you is, because I'm kind of intrigued now that I'm getting older, I like asking people what new uh, music you're listening to like that is female-centric, that we could give a shout-out to. Hmm. Anything, um, you know, that you have been into lately. Um, well, I have, I've literally, yesterday I got an album from some, some friends of mine called uh, The Jack Cades, and my friend Elsa is uh, a guitarist and singer in, in that, and I think there's a girl called Alex who plays bass as well, two guys, two girls, very good, kind of garage rock. Cool. Um, and I have kind of liked um, Billie Eilish. God, yes. I really like her. Yeah, yeah. Billie Eilish is, I, I really, I, I, I don't so much like the Ocean Eyes early stuff, and I don't particularly like the Bond theme stuff, but that last album is bloody excellent. Yeah, I mean, incredible for her to be that, uh, that much thought, I feel like, that she put into, like, especially the videos. Like, it's so visually amazing. And mm. just the whole thing, I love the thing that she made it not about being a girl. Like, she worked that really well, I thought. You know? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I I love the fact that she just, yeah, she doesn't want to be shoehorned into anyone's anything. And yeah. she doesn't have to because she's the biggest pop star in the world right now. Yeah. So she can do what she likes. And what is she? She's just 18? Oh, my God. She's really Amazing. young. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's um I've I've listened to a couple of there's a, a a band it's a woman can't remember her name unfortunately but her her band is called Building Castles Out of Matchsticks. Wow! And wow. she just does sort of mostly instrumental guitar and effects pedal based noises, and that's huh. yeah. And I'm sure that there was someone else. I'm sure there was. Oh, Novella, Novella. Ah, oh, Novella. she's amazing. Um, she, and again, I can't remember her name, but she's uh, she does much the same thing, uh, but it's, it's sort of a lot more punk rocky and a lot more loud. Yeah. And it's just her and a guitar and loads of pedals. And she's actually, her day job is Iggy Pop's guitarist. No way. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. The Novella. Yeah, okay. novella, novella. I don't know. It's novel with an L E R at the end. Like it's really, yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. I wanted to mention that 
Fiona Apple record that I listened to that yesterday. You guys should check oh. it out. The new one. Yeah, I I heard it's really good. Um, my it friend who I spoke about earlier, she's a massive Fiona Apple fan, and uh, yeah, I'll probably check it out on the old Spotify. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It's good. It good stuff. Yeah, it really. What, is. what do you recommend? Me or Shauna? Oh, Shauna's recommended the the Fiona Apple. Right? Yeah, yeah. How about you, Joyce? The people that the person that I've kind of been obsessed with for a long time now is Courtney Barnett. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I just completely <laughs> fell in love with her. We, I don't know if I told you this, but we got to go and see her very, very early on uh, when her first acoustic performance at a record store in oh, wow. the states, and she was just starting out. I think she just had that one album out. And I brought Lizzie, my youngest, to the show because she really liked her. And she uh-huh. listened to like this one, the Avant Gardner song, you know. Oh, yeah. And, I know uh, and there's, a, there's a line in there about asthma. I, you know, I'm not so good at smoking bongs, whatever the line is. I don't know. And so Lizzie was obsessed because she's like, I have asthma, too. And she has asthma. <laughs> and she just completely, <laughs> this was her reason for loving Courtney. But it was so cute Aww. because... When she met her, she was 10 years old and she drew a picture of her of Courtney and said, you know, I think it's really cool on when you say this on this line and and wrote this whole thing and gave it to her. That and, is very wow. adorable. And Courtney, oh, that is amazing. Yeah, and she was so Courtney was like, she's like, I have to be honest, I think you're my youngest fan. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and she sat there like with her big headphones on, sat there in the front while she, Courtney's trying to sing all these like things that are about drugs and this and that. And I was like, don't worry. She has no idea what you're singing. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, then yeah, they, they, they were pen pals for a little while. Really? Until she got famous. Yeah, she called her Lizzie the Legend. Oh well, you know she's cute? busy now. now but, she's you know, busy. I'm sure she still. Re- I'm sure she still remembers that. Yeah, her first. Oh, oh, thanks ah. to you, Joyce. That was a good mom. Good mom. Yeah, I was trying to have yes. a bonding moment with my daughter. You know, it was something it in worked. it for me yeah. too. That works. Yeah. I I do like I like I don't know actually if they are still partners actually, but they used to be. Jen Kloha. I love her actually. Oh my god! Oh my god! Did you see her play with Courtney when they came to England? Yeah, she 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 had her band and Courtney was in the band. Yes. And I think that was the first time I'd ever seen Courtney. And she plays left-handed with no pick and she's just amazing. She is. Amazing guitarist. She really she's is. She's crazy and it's good. Weird and original and yeah. Yeah. But Jen's songs are awesome. awesome. Yeah, I saw Jen at another show and she was not exact. Was she? I think she was actually solo because she couldn't get her band. Her band couldn't come in for some reason, some kind of yeah. Brexit bollocks, I don't know. But she was she was really, really excellent. She told really good stories and uh, she signed my records. So that was nice. Ah, she was very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm impressed yeah. with both of them, actually, I think, for different reasons. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. Get them on your show. Yeah. All right, quick, quick last things. Do you have any shout-outs you want to give to anybody? We like to do shout-outs at the end. Uh, um, yeah, shout-out to the rest of the nuns. You're fucking brilliant. I miss you guys. 
Um, shout out to everyone I was ever in a band with. Because, you know, you're all pretty cool. Um, Shout out to everyone who is stuck under lockdown. This may not come out at, I mean, who knows when Well, we still may be in lockdown. (laughs) But, yeah, shout out to everyone in lockdown. It's okay. Just, you know, keep keep yourself sane, listen to music, um, and love everyone. That's all I want to say. Cheers to that. Well, thank you, Debbie Smith, for coming to the Red Jumpsuit Podcast. You are so amazing. It was my absolute pleasure. It was so great to meet you and talk and mostly listen to you guys talk because it was really fun. Oh, thank you. That was brilliant. So thank you guys for subscribing to our podcast in advance. Yeah, and thanks for listening to the Red Jumpsuit Podcast. Our email address is redjumpsuitpodcast at gmail.com. So there you can send me some stories. Um, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, uh, let us know. Send us home. <laughs>